Deutsche Welle. Learning by Ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to another episode of Once Upon a Time in Africa, the Learning by Ear series about African history. In today's episode, June is very angry when she arrives home because of the behavior of her schoolmates towards their new classmate, Philip. Stay with us. Hey, little girl. That's not how I told you to close the door. I'm sorry, mom. I didn't do it on purpose. Don't you greet people anymore? Oh, hi, grandpa. What's up? Did something happen at school? Well, the boys from the class don't want to play with Philip anymore because Mrs. Milton taught us about slavery today. But, grandpa, the fact that he's white doesn't mean he's guilty for what happened so long ago, does it? His parents even came to Mbazi to help constructing the new boreholes. Of course he isn't, daughter. But unfortunately, slavery left very deep wounds that have been passed down from generation to generation. However, none of us lived at that time. How could it be possible that the whole world accepted buying and selling people as if they were things? Were they all crazy? Well, if they were, my dear, and they must have been, then it was literally the whole world. Don't think the Europeans were the only ones. On the east coast of Africa, for example, slaves had been exported for many centuries to Asia, the Middle East, India, in exchange for spices, porcelain, silk. But the Europeans were the ones who traded most in slaves. Mrs. Milton said they were taken to America. June! June! Don't stay there talking with Grandpa. Go do your homework. Oh, Father, let the girl do her schoolwork. Emily, June has to understand the staff before doing her homework. Mrs. Milton is right. Then, at the end of the 15th century, they started taking thousands of slaves to work on the plantations there. And they took the products they grew there back to Europe. Tobacco, sugar, cotton. It was called the triangular trade. Grandpa, what was life like for a slave? We'll come to that. But first, there is one more thing you shouldn't forget, June. The Europeans committed huge cruelties, that's for sure. But they shared some of the guilt with African traders and with African chiefs who sold their people to the whites or to middlemen. That was a fact, unfortunately. Now, imagine you lived at that time, and you and mom had been captured in your village and taken to the coast. Captain, we've arrived. We should be off the coast of Barbados in a short time. Ah, uh, that's good news. Um, prepare the slaves, wash and oil them. <laughs> you know, they have to look very pretty, all my dear ones, as they make me Liverpool's richest man. <laughs> I've lost too many people on this trip. I don't want to lose one more. You hear that? <laughs> what a smell. 
how can this creature spend a journey lasting two months wallowing in excrement? Oh, hey, everyone out now. Come on. Come on, come on. You there banging your head. You will get <laughs> How terrible, Grandpa. How terrible. <laughs> Did it really happen like that? Un unfortunately, my child. It must have been more or less like that. And it wasn't only one ship transporting slaves to the Americas. The Spaniards started... Soon the Portuguese followed, and in our story, it was the British. And what happened when they arrived, Grandpa? Well, as soon as they reached land, they were sold, either at slave markets or at the beach itself. The price was negotiated according to various criteria. Sex, age, health... Looks, strength. And where did all those slaves come from, Grandpa? At that time, Europeans rarely traveled into Africa's interior. So, the majority of the slaves came from the West Coast, but especially from Angola and the Congo Empire. And, and after being sold, what kind of lives did the slaves lead in their colonies? Father... June has homework to do. It won't take long, Emily. <laughs> their lives, my daughter, their lives were terrible. On the sugar plantations, for instance, and in Barbados, there were plenty of them. Punishment could start very early in the morning. <laughs> All right, everyone, get in line to be counted now. London? Yes, sir. Nobody? Yes, sir. Ship? Ship? Does anyone know where Ship is? I'm here, sir. You're late. You should have been here when I called. Why weren't you? I'm, 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 I'm sorry, sir. Look at my foot, sir. I can hardly walk with this wound. I'll show you how you're going to walk. Come here and I'll teach you never to be late. This is for everyone to see. No, sir, no, sir, please. Don't do it, please. I, I, I promise I won't come late again to the count anymore. Please, please. please. You will shout <laughs> as you learn. We won't get anywhere without this thing. Shout. All right. Now stand up and get to work. Everyone, get to work. There's lots to do. <laughs> oh, God. June? June? 
before I get angry. Just a minute, ma'am. I promise. Grandpa, what were those names? London, sheep. When the slaves were sold, the new masters often changed their names, normally to names of things or places. By doing that, they intended to take away not only their names, but their identity too. Idiots. But tell me, Grandpa, was it always like that? Every day suffering in the same way? Yes, daughter. A normal workday lasted 15 hours. Conditions were so bad that slaves started to rebel. Until slavery was finally abolished, there were many revolts. For instance, in Barbados. But after slavery was abolished, Europeans still stayed there. What more did they want? As soon as they couldn't benefit from slaves anymore, they realized that they could still accept the land and exploit the natural resources in Africa. But now, you'd better go and do your schoolwork. And this is the end of the sixth episode of Once Upon a Time in Africa, the Learning by Ear series about African history. You can listen to this or other Learning by Ear episodes again and write your comments about the program by visiting our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE. Goodbye until next time.